Just random discourse. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for listening to the Random Discourse Podcast. It is your boy, your moderator into Fuckboys Anonymous. It is your boy C. C the Prophet, CNC, Pleasure C, Pusha C. That is who I am. That is who I will be. I will take you on this journey through my mind. Here we are again. Episode 9. Random Discourse Podcast. I got some things I want to talk about. And then I got a little what if scenario at the end that I think I want to speak on a little bit more. It, it just got me to thinking, right? But um, let's start off with something on a crazy note. Well, not a crazy note. I don't know why I say crazy. Crazy is not the word that I want to use. But I watched the last episode of Insecure. And it ain't looking good for your boy Lawrence. <clears throat> you know, I'm a I'm an avid supporter of the Lawrence. I'm Team Lawrence all the way. But uh, the way he acted in this last episode, as a father, I do not agree. I do not stand with Lawrence in his daddish ways, in his sperm donorish ways. I do not stand with Lawrence. Lawrence is an asshole. He is a fuckboy. If you will. The way Lawrence acted with Condola in that last episode of Insecure is fucking crazy. He did way too much. He tried to ingratiate himself into a situation where it seemed like he wasn't much help in any way during the pregnancy. And now that the baby is here, now that his son is here, Elijah Mustafa... <laughs> I think it's it's not late, but you can't not expect pushback. You never met Condola's family. You never met anybody. What is it that you did? What did you do during the pregnancy? Were you traveling back and forth during the pregnancy? Were you going to the mommy and me classes? Were you consulting the doula? Were you doing all of these things? No, it doesn't seem that way. As told by the way everyone looked at you when you got to the hospital. Listen, there's a difference between being a dad and there's a difference between being a father. There's two different things. They may sound one in the same, but they are not synonymous. And <laughs> I'm getting in my bag right now because it seems like I'm preaching because I'm talking a little fast. But that's the way it is. That's the way it has to be. A father is someone who is there, someone who's there to raise the child, that is there for every aspect of the child's life, that makes himself available, that does what it is that he needs to do. He does his fatherly duties. If you fall off your bike, if he's teaching you how to ride a bike, he's there. If you are happy, he's there. If you are sad, he's there. If you need anything, he's there. If a lesson needs to be taught, he's there. If discipline needs to be put down, he is there. Not so much for a dad. A dad is a dad. A dad is a, a sperm donor. Maybe he shows up every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he... Um, puts a little money in here and there maybe he pays child support 
But a dad and a father are two different things. Now, don't get me wrong. If your child calls you dad and you are a father, please don't take this the wrong way. My kids call me dad, D, you know, and I'm sure they'll shorten it down to dad because, you know, low key, I feel a way. Sidebar, I feel a little way when my kids call me daddy because, you know what, let's not talk about that. But the, it's just... There's a difference. And Lawrence, you were being a dad. Lawrence, you were not understanding what it is that Condola was going through. You were not understanding that Condola, her whole life has changed. Condola had this perfect life. She had everything set up the way she wanted it to. She had plans. She had everything going for her. And now she has this baby. Now she can't get a good night's sleep. Now she cannot plan anything. She can try to plan, but any mother will tell you that the best laid plans of mice, men, and mothers often fall awry. So, <laughs> Lawrence, you don't know anything. I love the part of Insecure where they did the split screen and they showed Lawrence living his, her, his life and Condola living hers. And that's exactly how it is sometimes. We as men, we as fathers, we as dads need to realize that women, they, they deal with all the sacrifice, which is why they should have the choice as to whether they can have a child or not, or whether they want to have a child or not, because it's their body, it is their life. Yes, men, they, the, the children, they do do things to our lives, but they will never have the same impact that it has on a woman's life unless you are a single father. And you know how hard it is to become a single father? You know what has to happen for you to become a single father? The mother, damn, there has to be a crackhead or dead or just fucking crazy so it, there's not many instances where you know what i'm saying like if you see a single father the first thing most people wonder is what happened to the mother what's wrong with the mother because in this day and age single fathers are not made by the court system they are made by circumstances you understand what i'm saying single mothers are just there's there's, there's so many of them I'm ranting a little bit right now, and I don't know why, but, well, I do know why, because this is something I care about. This is something that struck a nerve with me. This is something that I truly have experienced as a father. I have two boys. I love them. I want to be with them every waking minute. The day that I wake up, the day, the, the first day that I ever woke up and they weren't there, it was devastating. It was crazy. I didn't know what to do with myself. It was it was hard. In any case, Lawrence needs to get his shit together because he's being a dad right now and he needs to be a father. And uh, I believe in the in the preview of the um, show, he does end up moving out to San Francisco, which is a great move. And I hope, you know, it works out for him in the show. I'm a very big Lawrence fan. But with that, um, 
with being a fan comes, you know, being able to dole out accountability. It's like being a friend to somebody. You still need to hold your friends accountable. If you are a friend to a man, if I had a male friend that was a deadbeat dad, I would tell him about himself so bad. Like, motherfucker, do you not understand what it is that you're doing? Do you not understand that you're fucking up the next generation? Do you... Listen, man. I got the sniffles. Not gonna lie, this is one of those podcasts where I get a little high. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear me over here, but uh, we're gonna have a good time with this one. But listen, in any case, I wish I wish Lawrence the character the best in Insecure. You know what I'm saying? Sidebar, I love the way, oh man, what is this girl's name? Is it Kim? Oh, I've always forget her name. Issa's friend, when Lawrence was basically asking about Issa, low-key, I love the way she answered. Everyone I associate with is thriving. That is amazing. I'm going to use that. That's going to be a meme. I think I've already seen people use it on social media. Everyone I associate with is thriving. That's amazing. I'm going to use that until it gets annoying to me, until I see it used too many times on social media by people that I know don't even move like that. But it's fine. That's not my place to judge, even though I already did. <laughs> Um, the next thing is, uh, Travis Scott. I don't know if many of you, well, you, I, everyone has heard by now. I don't even know why I'm going to say that. Everyone has heard by now the Astral World Festival. Uh, eight people died, many injured. Um, they don't know exactly what it is. A lot of these people went into cardiac arrest. They're saying that somebody may be injecting people with drugs. May, would, they may have been. And um, I don't know how true that is. I don't even know where that story came from. When I first heard about it personally, I just thought it was drug related. Because Travis Scott, that's his crowd. That's his his demographic. Like They're, they're punk rock edm stoners like if you ever really looked at the people who love travis scott it's like it's a mix of everything you know what i'm saying i love travis scott but i'm very eclectic you understand so you know this in the same breath of me loving travis scott i still love 80s rock <laughs> and i mean you'll never you'll never guess it by just looking at me but i love 80s rock you might see me listening to some music on my headphones and it might be something crazy like hit me with your best shot like something if if y'all know what that is but you know or or uh, welcome to the jungle it, it, it's it's a lot but rest in peace to those people um that died is a very sad situation I don't know, like I said, where that that uh, hypothesis of people just, you know, walking around injecting people with drugs. I thought maybe, you know, it was just drug related as far as people are at this festival. They're doing drugs. They're on Molly. They're on ecstasy. They're on everything. They're on LSD. You know what I'm saying? Everything. And maybe they were just passing out. Maybe it was a bad batch or something like that. But people are saying that it might be something different.
And I also see people trying to blame Travis Scott. How can you blame Travis Scott for what goes on in the crowd? Unless he told them to do it. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you heard Travis Scott on the stage saying, oh, Papa Molly or do this, do that. Fuck yourselves up right now. Then maybe you can blame him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe. But I'm a performer. I'm an artist. I'm on the... I'm, I'm up here, you know, doing my act. Why would I why would I be the one to blame? How can I stop what's going on? I don't know. It's a hundred thousand people out there. I feel like we always just look for somebody to blame when something happens and we don't try to figure out the solutions. We we should be waiting on the autopsies from these people to see exactly what happened to them. And honestly, we may never truly know exactly what happened to them. But, I mean, because if somebody was going around injecting people with drugs, what does it look like? It looks like they just did drugs. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, a, it's a big situation. Uh, shout out to Travis Scott for canceling the next day of World and not even trying to go through with that. And giving everyone refunds. Everyone who's alive refunds anyway. Um, that sounded really fucked up. Sorry to sorry to make it sound that way, but just shout out to him. Uh, there's a <laughs> they turned him into a TikTok. They turned him into a meme when he was talking about it. But <clears throat> I can only imagine what what Travis is going through because as an artist, like when your work or your creations lead to someone's demise or someone getting hurt. It might not be exactly what you intended it to be. You want people to enjoy themselves. You want people to enjoy life with your music as the soundtrack. And that's just not, you know, that's not cool. That's not cool the way that happened for Travis. I wish everyone the best with that. You know what I'm saying? Um, dead. Um... I want to get into this uh, what if scenario, um, and I might not be. This might not be popular for everyone, and um, I get that. I understand that. Even it might even be triggering for some people because people hold a lot of things in this world sacred, and they hold our history sacred. But I feel like. Maybe we can call it blatant disregard for our past or maybe I, and if you let me tell it, I just have an open mind as to what may have or could have been or what. So you know how Disney and, and Marvel, they did this thing called what if, right? Where they just imagine different scenarios and different multiverses where, you know, things are just different. How things may have played out, you know, something as small as, you know. You know, somebody not picking up a piece of garbage can just change the whole universe. So there's a tweet out there. <clears throat> there's a tweet out there that's been floating around. It's, it's an interesting meme where somebody said, what is the craziest thing you ever saw somebody tweet? And the person said... We had everything of our own. We as black people had everything of our own. We had our own movie theaters. We had our own bathrooms. We had our own water fountains. And MLK came and ruined it. Now, 
the fact of the matter is the the person was talking about segregation they they completely disregarded the fact that and and let's get into it they completely disregarded the fact that yes we did have everything but we had the worst of everything we had the worst water fountain we had the worst bathrooms we had the worst movie theaters everything was the worst we had the worst of all worlds and i understand that you know what i'm saying if it stayed that way we there was no there was almost no way for us to even like better that situation like we couldn't take control of our own movie theaters and you 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 get what i'm saying like had we had we sat there and rebuilt our movie theaters and made it better than the white man's movie theater, what would they have done? They probably would have came and colonized our movie theater. But what if? What if segregation was never stopped? What if integration never came around? What if we as black people banded together and we were able to Make that water fountain better. Make that bathroom better. Make that movie theater better. What if we built our own stuff? I, I, I make it comparable to the Jews in, in Brooklyn. They have their own community. They have their own police force. When you walk around in their community, they look at you like you weird. Like you being weird to them. Why are you here? Do you... Imagine if we could have accomplished that as black people, as African Americans, as Afro Americans. What if we what if we could just could you imagine? Could could you imagine like just we were segregated and 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 in no way don't don't say that this is pro segregation. I'm just I'm just imagining this is this is what if this is a what if scenario. What if we could just be black in our own area, a Wakanda of sorts? And and I I, I feel like saying Wakanda kind of just you know it 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 lessens what I'm trying to say because you know it's a fictional city, you know what I'm saying? But what if what if we could just make everything ours? We could just 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 be better as people just circulate our own money you know what i'm saying you know what they say about the jewish community it floats around however many times in their community before it exits their community what if and it's a little hard to articulate myself with this because you know maybe i need somebody to ask me questions maybe i need somebody to help me clarify myself which is why i'm looking for a podcast co-host but what if What if white people looked at the black community the way everyone else looked at looks at the Jewish community in Brooklyn? It's like we 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 were jealous of them low key. Low key. Or maybe I maybe I should just speak for myself. I'm jealous. You know what I'm saying? They move like they run the streets over there. What if what if we had that? What could you imagine the type of world we could have built?
I mean, at the end of the day, segregation is segregation, but damn. Could you imagine going into a restaurant and you're all sitting there and if a white person walked in, we could just be like, hey, what are you doing here, sir? This isn't your part of town, or, or we don't even say anything. We just make them uncomfortable. We just look at them funny. We give them those side eyes. We give them the, the you know, the the ego look. You know, on TikTok was do 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 do. see, look, my alarm is going off. Sorry about that. But yeah, it's. <laughs> Just looking them up and down, like, fuck is you doing here? And I understand that this what if might be a little unrealistic. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not trying to incite anybody. Because at the end of the day, segregation is segregation. But what the fuck if? Maybe I'm just fucking high right now. Maybe I'm just high. Maybe maybe I'm talking shit. But you know what? I chose this topic. I had this thought before. I started smoking. So, <laughs> it's just like, could you imagine? Basically, what I'm trying to say is, could you imagine if a city like Wakanda was real? And don't, don't get me wrong. like I'm pretty sure it's real. Just... In Africa, not in not in New York, not in not in New Jersey, not in the United States of America. But what if we just had everything and we were the majority? We had the seniority. We had everything. Black supremacy. Something along those lines. I don't. I don't know. What the fuck if? Listen, man. That's my time. That's 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 all I'm gonna do. You know what I'm saying? It's just a a quick scenario. I think I'm gonna do a little bit more on it. I might record a video. I will record a video. As a matter of fact, I'm 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 lying to myself. I will record a video. Um, for my sleeper pick today, this is an old song, and you know it's in support of Travis Scott. It's a Travis Scott song. It's called "Drugs." You should try it. And I love this song. If I had a sex playlist, it would be on the song. I feel like it's a very mellow. You know, it's talking about drugs, but I mean, anything can be a drug to whoever. So when I listen to it, I, you know, I think more on the sexual side. I feel like it's a very sexual, sensual song. Or at least the, the instrumental is, you know, it's just like a very eerie guitar. Listen, just listen to the song. Travis Scott, Drugs, You Should Try It, It's Fire, Here It Is.
You should try it by Travis Scott. Fire. If you see what I was saying, it's a very sensual song to me. You know what I'm saying? It's very sensual. And um, one thing I like to do is when I listen to music, I just like to, you know, just close my eyes and visualize. Just, you know, what does the song do? Like, what situations would this song be great in? Like, you know what I'm saying? What, what's, what could this song be the soundtrack to in someone's life? What, what would this song be most effective? What situation, in, in what situation would this song be the most effective? You got what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah. I just, that's just how I think sometimes. But in any case, 
thank you so much for listening to another episode of the random discourse podcast if you want to uh talk to me if you want to be a part of the show come find me on instagram at random discourse underscore pod random discourse underscore pod that's where you find me that is the only place to find me you can talk you can send whatever you can say whatever give me whatever feedback agree disagree you know be in the middle just talk listen i'll listen we can have a conversation and if you know it's a dope conversation we could bring it right to the pod once again thank you for listening i love y'all